0: Well, hello, viewers and listeners to CHP Talks. Uh, here we are again, and I have another special guest with me today. Uh, that is Vicky Gunn, who is the executive director of the Christian Heritage Party of Canada. And uh, hi, Vicky. Thanks for joining me on short notice today.
1: Thank you, Rod. I appreciate being here.
0: Well, you're, all, you're always uh, available on short notice, and I appreciate that so much. Uh, I just thought it would be really good to introduce our executive director to our listeners. Uh, and Vicki uh, carries a special mantle of responsibility within the Christian Heritage Party. Uh, she's our executive director and... Uh, also, I'm gonna say she keeps us between the lines when uh, as, a, as a political party, certain legal obligations, things that need to be done, paperwork needs to be done on time, and with uh, her assistant, George Zeckfeld, uh, uh, she keeps us where we need to be. But first I wanna introduce Vicki a little bit. Um, Vicki is a four times CHP candidate in York Simcoe Uh, She has been the executive director of the party since 2008. She is the mother of one and the grandmother of four. And she is actively mothering and grandmothering the four uh, while she does her very important role with the CHP. She had 15 years of service with the Royal Bank. And for seven years, uh, she was fostering young offenders. Her home was actually a minimum security jail uh, classified that way. So uh, I've been in her home and I never had to ask uh, to be released. Uh, I've been in uh, Vicky and Stan's home for uh meal and and uh, enjoying time with them and their grandchildren. Anyway, Vicky, uh thank you for joining us today. I, I want to just uh, ask you basically how you got involved with the Christian Heritage Party and and what drew you into uh, taking on more responsibility since 2008, being our executive director uh, and you're a tireless uh, hard worker. And i we all appreciate you so much. What can you tell us of how you got drawn into that work?
1: Well, I guess I've always said that I came into the CH part, CHP through a period. Um, I was not a part of the CHP. I had heard of it and I voted for it, but uh, I had contacted Fair Vote Canada because uh, there was a period in the CHP link. And uh, the thing is in the old days that would break the link and so you wouldn't get there. So I just let them know that you couldn't get to the CHP site from there. Well, next thing within about a day, I guess I was contacted by the deputy leader of the party and we talked for about an hour on the phone. And somehow just after that, I found myself running as a candidate with uh, just a week to get ready for it.
0: Yeah. And All that right. was how
1: i got involved with the chb
0: yeah so you uh, you checked out a broken link and there you were uh up to your elbows in uh, the work of the christian heritage party bringing in a message of life family and freedom to uh, canadians across this country um and in 2008 you took on the role or you applied for and and were accepted to take on the role of executive director what What kind of uh, things are involved in that what you know on a daily basis as executive director what what comes your way.
1: Well, like uh, most people today, a lot of the time is spent responding to emails we get a lot of questions people wanting clarification people wanting to let off steam people wanting to bring information to um, to us and so a lot of my day is spent on emails. And then outside of that, then uh, I may be doing some statistical figures, trying to figure out, you know, how how our membership is developing, that type of thing. So I work a little bit on that kind of stuff. And uh, also, of course, um, being involved in approving expenses uh, that um, the party incurs and making sure that that also runs smoothly.
0: Yeah. And, uh, you know, one thing we appreciate so much is how you organize uh, uh, and prepare for the national board meetings. Uh, which we now are conducting a lot more by Zoom. In in uh, in the past, it used to be uh, two or three times a year that we would all meet in person, and we hope we will get back to that uh, uh, at least on on some level. But uh, now we're doing a lot of our work by Zoom, as are many organizations. Um, but you you've you know made arrangements for. Uh, air flights people's flights uh, where they're going to be picked up who's going to be driving people around all those kind of uh, nuts and bolts of arranging a meeting uh, of a dozen or so people so the uh, along with that you are also raising your four grandchildren Uh, you and stan are are doing that and uh i know you have to go pretty soon now where you uh you Cut some time for me but uh soon you have to go pick them up from school so how do you manage the uh those responsibilities uh raising these young children and uh and running a national political
1: party i cut myself a little bit of slack i guess that's what i'd say <laughs> i can't always work through the day there's things that happen sometimes at school or whatever where i have to leave but uh, that means then that I pick up the reins again in the evening and uh, work then. So it's just a matter of uh, setting my time um, for which I'm going to be doing and when.
0: <laughs> and I know uh, I appreciate so much. I mean, we try to uh, honor people's, you know, work week so that they can have some time off uh, on the weekends and so on, uh, holidays and vacation. But I know that I basically can pester you any almost any time of the day or night if I need to. I try not to abuse the privilege, but you're so gracious to be available uh, when there is a need in the party, when I need some clarification or some assistance. And uh, you've just come back from convention in Calgary. For reasons it was very strange that I was not able to be there as national leader, but uh, the convention went ahead and I'm so glad that it did. And uh, the speakers were well accepted, uh, you know, the lockdowns came along uh in the middle of or near the end of of the convention and that was uh amazing timing that we were actually able to have the in-person convention and uh, get the work done and everybody go home before before the province of alberta shut down But what, what was your kind of uh main thing you took away from the convention what was what was the uh, key point there that you thought was most important
1: First of all, I have to say I stand in awe of those delegates at that convention because we had a lot. We had 65 resolutions to discuss and we made it through the entire agenda. And I I don't know how we did that, but somehow we just kept coming back and picking things up. And by the end of the convention, then uh, we had taken care of all that we had to take care of. So that was really cool. But I, I think the cancelling of the convention or not the cancelling of it, the uh, the ending of the convention was was really exciting because you could really see God's hand in it. We had started off with our convention the following week, and then the hotel had opportunity to have a much larger com- convention that week, so they asked us to move forward a week, and, and so we did. And uh, what ended up happening was on the Wednesday night of the convention, uh, the convention was done Thursday at noon, uh, on Wednesday night, we got notice from Calgary or from Alberta that they were closing down. At that point, we'd done all our business, so we just went through that night uh, doing all the you know rest of the materials, the speeches, and that type of thing. And the next day, then uh, El- Alberta was locked down, and uh, we were able to all fly home and with all the business taken care of. Well, so you just see God's hand there. Yeah,
0: amazing, and uh, and I was uh, privileged because of Zoom technology, I was able still to. Deliver my leader's address Wednesday night. Uh, and that was after you had received the announcement that Alberta was locking down, and yep. I was still able to speak to the delegates. Uh, and so that was a, a real privilege. I w- wish I could have been there in person, but uh, next time, we'll, we'll next be time. sure we're there next time. And uh, you know what? I wanted to talk to you a bit about the election, but I know you have to go pick up your children. And uh, I don't want to make you late for that important appointment, unless you have two or three words you want to say about uh, about the election we just weathered.
1: I, I would just like to thank all of our candidates. They did an amazing job. It came upon us in the summer, which is not a good time for an election because everybody's already got their summer plans made. But nonetheless, we had 25 people who were willing to stand up and uh, present life, family and freedom to the electorate. And I am very much in their debt for doing that. I stand in awe that they could do that on such short notice in a summer.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, and I wanna thank you and George Zechfeld, uh, your assistant in Ottawa. Um, the three of us had quite a bit uh, to handle during that short uh election, which was called, although we'd been working, training, training our candidates. Uh, and of course, I was one of the candidates as well. Uh, we've been working on all that, but still when the when the election call came, uh, we had to shift into high gear and you and George were so great to be available uh, to help me get through all the hoops we had to jump through uh, just to make sure our candidates were able to get registered and, and on the ballot and the work's not done yet the paperwork's never done uh that quickly after an election but but i i'm confident that we'll be able to get through that as well so thank you very much uh vicky thanks for taking the time today uh out of your busy schedule to to join us but i just really wanted to introduce you to our listeners and viewers and so to all of our listeners and viewers you have now met vicky gunn our executive director and we look forward to uh meeting with you all again next week for another edition of CHP talks. Thank you.
1: Thanks Rod.